Season 1, Episode 13, The Rounder Report. 13. Unlucky for some. Not for me. I'm going to start with a bit of a quote. Yet across the gulf of space, minds that are to our minds, as are to those of the beasts that perish, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded this earth with envious eyes and slowly and surely drew their plans against us. We need some moody music. Eerie. <laughs> H.G. Wells, that was, from War of the Worlds. So, welcome to uh, Good Afternoon, Good Evening, <laughs> Good Morning, <laughs> whatever time of day you're choosing to listen. It's a small clue as to today's topic. Um, we're going to be discussing extraterrestrials or extra testicles I'm not sure which <laughs> so although humanity's belief in, in extraterrestrial life forms it's difficult to say that extraterrestrial life forms you know I'm going to the I digress I'm going to the dentist tomorrow I've got to have a tooth removed another one, you said you less. kept your teeth perfect. Now you're telling me you're going to have one out. No, I've got to have one out. It loosened through having had COVID four times. Oh, right. You Okay. And I remember you said now it's... Which beyond. one? Which one is it? Show everybody. Is it? Is it? Can you move it now? I'm going to have to... Yes, it wobbles. Why don't you just do the thing with the door in? We could do that now in front of everybody. Actually, I could uh, go knock on next door and she could ask for one of her cakes. That'd oh. do it. <laughs> yeah, more of a door wedge than a cake. Um, well, then we hope tomorrow goes well for you. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I've got to have th three fillings that are fractured, redone. That's what not comes. All in one, not all in one go, sure. All in one flaming go. You're going to be there for hours? No, no, no. You can do, do it quite quickly. Really? Yeah. Well, I hope they can do it quite quickly. But yes, apparently I'm going to have to have a little. Going to have to have a plate with some false teeth on. Oh, they have to make a. Um, have already have, have they already done plate. the? No, they're going to have to make a plate because uh, they were suggesting I have implants. Seventeen hundred pound a pop. And so I said, no, no, I'll have a little plate for the back of the teeth. You know, uh, my age, I'm not worth the investment. <laughs> You're going to have to pull it out and put it in a glass with, um, you know, with those fizzy tablets. Of the steridin? Yeah. Oh, no. And you yeah. can brush it over that. You can brush it in sink. God, you know, but it is a sort of, I don't know, it's a tacit reminder that things are dropping off. Decaying. Decaying. I'm in a state of decay. Now, my teeth. Yeah. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's because the, I lost the tooth behind it. So it's had little support. Yeah. So we digressed. Although humanity's belief in extra terrestrial terrestrial life forms dates back to the times of ancient Greece, it is true to say that much real, older than that. Well, arguably, then the the main sort of there, recorded fascination. There, um, there are cave drawings that go back thousands and thousands of years. Well, of extraterrestrials. We assume they are. Not just badly drawn humans. No, no, no. <laughs> it's unmistakable if you look okay. at it anyway. But anyway, uh, uh, my research tells me 
The selection's wrong. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> that obviously in, 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 in more recorded points in terms of discussion and philosophy, it dates back to the times of ancient Greeks. And it's true to say that the real fascination for this subject was re-sparked, rekindled, when H.G. Wells released his science fiction novel in 1897, The War of the Worlds, um, which, uh, of course, was about an alien invasion of Earth. So, um, why are humans so fascinated by the possible existence of aliens? Because in the ancient world, uh, I was reading that philosophers pondered and argued over the possibility of multiple universes and intelligent life. Um, and, uh, and of course, in more modern times, in 1947, you have things like the Roswell incident. Um, I mean, you must have some thoughts on this kind of topic. Um, the Roswell incident, of course, spawned multiple conspiracy theories. Uh, um, after the recovery of some balloon debris from a ranch near Corona in New Mexico. If you believe that, you believe anything. Um, and decades later, conspiracy theories claimed that it was from a flying saucer. And that the US government had actually covered up the truth. However, in 1994, the US Air Force published a report identifying the crashed object as a nuclear test surveillance balloon. So, what do you... Do you think it's possible that there are aliens? Um, it's the best way to put it. Human beings are unsatisfied with their own lives. And so yes. they, they dream of what they believe to be the impossible and the idea of alternate universes life on other planets it's something, not alone. it's something so fascinating to us that it's just nice to look up at the night sky and dream that there's another civilization out there that might one day hope to come down and meet with us and share information technology and spirituality whatever you want to call it but I think generally to assume that it's just us it's incredibly depressing because if this is the best that God could uh, do, then, oh, uh, then, 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 uh, then then God's a load of shit. Because if humanity well, was obviously testing the, whether the other people's belief in in well, no, assuming that assuming that there's a creator of some sort, if this is it, then he's not particularly good at his job. Why would there be a job. creator necessarily? Why can't it be pure science? Because science didn't create the universe, Simon. Oh, of course it did. Really? How? The Big Bang wasn't. There. How did that happen, sir? Well, I don't know. I wasn't about. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so if you this is where you need people like Brian Cox. If you don't know how the Big Bang occurred, you have to assume that someone or something created it. Oh. Or unless you're telling the world that the Big Bang simply happened and that was that, because that obviously is a much better reasoning. But the you, Big Bang just happened and we're all here done. Uh, that that's that's my logic. Well, obviously, or, you know, we haven't. Or something created it. Simon? So what was there before the big... What, 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 you know, what, 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 where did it all start? You get into a really... This is where it sort of is, becomes mind-boggling. Why? Um, but do you think we're on, on our own? I mean, let's go back to, 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 
Um, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, them of the Apollo missions. Remember Neil Armstrong? One small step for man. Yeah, that was done in Nevada. <laughs> that was done in a studio in Nevada. Because they, again, going back to the Russians, they were unhappy that the Russians uh, got into got into space first, and they couldn't allow well, that. That was, this, that was that was that was unacceptable. This, this. That was absolutely unacceptable. You know, so essentially the US decided See, that they had to sort of one up a, it. You're a, you don't think we've been on the moon? At I don't all. think we've been on the moon. Not, not, not it. So you, you. I don't. I don't think anyone has been on the moon. Not China, not the US. No, no one. I think we may very well have it's sort of. An interesting I think conspiracy. we. I think we may very well have satellites that have gone and sort of orbited, and taken sort of images. I, I definitely, I believe that, but I don't think, I don't think we had the technology, in the sixties to do it, and I don't actually think we have the technology. In nineteen sixty nine. I don't think we have the technology today to do it either. We've had the technology to send why have why to have Mars, we why have we not been back but not la- well why have we not been back to to the moon so you're trying to tell it's me an interesting point you're trying to tell because me because they found bugger all there so you're trying to tell me <laughs> no but apparently the moon is incredibly rich in resources which, which which if we had the ability to then mine would would you know would sort of it would fast forward our technological advances back it back on us. We don't have the means to do. We don't have the means to get to the moon. We don't have the means to extract uh, materials and minerals no. in the amounts that we would need to return it back they to the Earth. We couldn't keep the miners up here in the 1980s. Never mind having the mining on the moon. <laughs> so we so we put a man on the moon in '69, well, and then we haven't been able to do so. We haven't been able to do anything yeah, like that since. Well, then let's 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 talk to in the context of of extraterrestrials. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, who, if we take Mel's point, and he might, you never know. I mean, it's an interesting argument. I've heard it before. Uh, but they, in fact, never got to the moon just to a backlog studio <laughs> in, the, in the Hollywood Hills um, or in the desert. Actually reported the sightings of UFOs during their historic moon landing of the Apollo 11 mission in 1969. Armstrong said, according to reports, that aliens have a base on the moon and told them in no uncertain terms, you know, that the aliens told them in no uncertain terms to get off and stay off the moon. Do you reckon they told them in English? Well, this is the interesting point, you see. Now, you know, was it sort of in the style of, 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 of Barbara Windsor in EastEnders? Get out of my pub! You know what I mean? Get off the moon. I mean, how would they know what language we could... You know, quote, this is his quote, Neil Armstrong. We had always known that there was a possibility. The fact is, we were warned off by the aliens. That's why we never went back. <laughs> their ships were far... Su- up for this, their ships were far superior to ours in both size and technology. Well, have you got photographs of them? They didn't take any photographs of the sodding ships while they were putting busy, uh, busy putting it on our TV screen. But, but they did in the dust. Wait for this. Quote, boy, were they big and menacing. I mean, it worries me slightly. You think it's he... comical. I mean, come on. I it's, mean, it's ridiculous. 
It's absolutely insane. That, 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 but I understand it. Back in this, even back in the 60s, I can understand that people were so annoyed by the spectacle on TV that you could have said anything. Well, I people, thought it looked a bit crap. And pe- but people would have believed it. There's enough of the population that is stupid enough to have believed everything that came out of his mouth. And so I understand that they could get away with it for a very long time. But to assume that you could even take that as, as, as fact well, is absolutely, is absolutely it's, nonsense. It's a bit worrying, isn't it? <laughs> in the fact that he's... Well, as usually, we're, we're treated like children, which, you know, that's just the way um, things go. I know that recently, of course, the Pentagon uh, has gone in on this sort of UFO act um, because they've been detailing reported sightings of a flying uh, oversized... Um, well, sighting of, of uh, UFOs, one of them looking like a flying oversized Tic Tac mint. Yeah, the Tic Tac. Um, which, you know, sort of goes off at different directions. The thing is, there are, there, are, there are thousands of reports. There's so many reports that it's impossible to ignore it, which is why they had to open a department. Right. Because if there are so many reportings and there's so many people saying, Look, I saw this at this time. Does that say more about their foolishness or why? just people's foolishness? Or, 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 well, no, or, or, because, or, because are they now pandering, we, NASA no. pandering, pandering why? the Pentagon pandering? Why? Because now, now, now there's video evidence. You know, people right. are taking images on, on, their, on their mobile phones yeah. and sending it in. They're putting it on YouTube. They're putting it on... On all these social media sites, yeah, but you know, you know are they legit? Even, Is it going to be like sort of Bigfoot? No. Simon, okay, let's say every let's say every month there's ten thousand uploads of UFO activity. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that ninety nine percent of those are complete nonsense. Are explainable? Complete, nonsense. yeah, complete nonsense. What about that one percent? Well, yes, unexplainable nonsense. What about that 1% which is just, there's no rhyme or reason for it, we cannot explain it, it doesn't look like anything from nature or any, technolo- any technology that we know of. Not saying that there isn't technology that's sort of been withheld oh, okay. by, by military, which is probably far well, in advance of whatever we, so, we Well, there's a question the for you, actually. Do you think that it might be the case that the Pentagon has opened this department in order to kind of send us off, send people off on another track, that uh, so they're not thinking, uh, you know, in an attempt to hide more, um, what is their own military uh, I think inventions, there's, there's rather def- than a real uh, thing of the likelihood of it being I think, alien. I think there's definitely uh, an element of that. If you think that sort of only a few days ago, there was a, um, a Google engineer, yeah. that announced that the Google AI program he was working on, he said that he had a conversation with it, and he was as sure as he could be that the thing was sentient. He said, this Google AI system that I've been working on for the last five years yeah. has sentience. It has feelings, it has understandings, it has conversations, it understands uh, context, and the thing is so close to to real-life speech and real-life thoughts, that he made an open statement at massive risk to him, and he said that this thing is sentient. As soon as it came out in social media, he was put on paid leave. He was... Listen, he was put on paid leave. 
he was um, he was censured. He was told he was put on an NDA not to speak to anyone, and essentially he'll get fired. You know, he hasn't been able to do any interviews because this statement was so out there that Google had to shut him down. But wow. but this is not the point. So if there's someone working on an AI sentient program, there is probably an AI program that's owned by the US military, which is far in advance of anything that Google has. So imagine what's being worked on for the general public, which is, let, let's call it close to sentient, and then what the US military might have, explain, which, is maybe, which, is, for our which, is maybe, which is maybe 30 years yeah. down the line. Is that all right? Yes, yeah, uh, Explain to, to, to our listeners what you mean by a sent, uh, a sentient. So a sentient intelligence is something that has to pass, if it's a piece of software, it has to pass the Turing test. The Turing test essentially is a list of questions that establishes whether a program has self-awareness and its own thoughts. Right, okay. And it's not engineered and it's not sort of right. set up within a particular pathway. So it has complete independence it has complete free thought process and it understands its own nature. Right. And this is the thing, because even this AI... Something that apparently this just cannot do. But even, <laughs> but listen, even, even this AI program yes. was able to determine itself from a previous AI program. Right. So it was saying, I am more advanced than this previous AI program because this previous AI program... Was, was working to structured pathways while I can operate independently. So it understands its own nature outside of another program. Well, that's spooky. It's incredibly spooky. Spooky. So do you, do you think then, so obviously this bloke has been science, so he's been science because uh, from a military point of view, or the fact that it looks like he's an absolute nut job? Well, they well as in all or are they painting him to look. They're like painting a him to look like an absolute moron. Which which means he's the only thing he can do is. Well, the only thing he can do is speak out. candidate. The only the only thing he can, can do, do is, is speak, speak out. out. Um, okay, okay. Um, I mean, as I said, the the, the the Pentagon got in on this act. There's a Dr. David Jacobs, who's professor of history at Temple University in Pennsylvania. And he specialises in, in ufology, I guess that's what it's called. Um, with, and he's, obviously the science of UFOs, and he's written a number of uh, books on alien abductions. Um, uh, and has claimed that alien hybrids are walking amongst us, abducting humans and utilising mind control powers to prepare for a mass takeover. Now, um... Well, I mean, we've all we've all seen stories and uh, bits and pieces over the years of people who have claimed to have been abducted by aliens. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know about you, but whenever I see these things, I usually think, doo doo. <laughs> yeah, but you know, why these people? Don't don't call them. But these people the also go. These people also go through. Um, psychic regression you know and you can't exactly lie through psychic regression and they give incredibly harrowing harrowing accounts of, of abduction so and what that might be who knows but i mean it's definitely do you unusual. think it's something though that, that, that that's fixed in their own, their own 
uh, minds. I mean, interestingly, I'm going to make this point because it's slightly, slightly uh, off the wall to it. I was watching the the, the uh, film of the Boston Strangler. I don't know whether you've ever seen the film The Boston Strangler with yeah. Henry Fonda. Um, and it relates to a true story about the Boston Strangler in, 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 uh, uh, that murdered, I think, 11 or 12 women. And, uh, and when they caught the, the, the guy, it, it, his mental uh, aberration was that he didn't even recognise that the other personality didn't even know that he was committing the murders. It was this total other personality. It was literally two personalities in the one body. Okay, because he was so claiming defence. Wasn't claiming. Sanity. He didn't even know. No, he wasn't claiming defence. But he didn't even know. Uh, that in effect is defence by insanity. Yes, but the he's, never gonna, point is, he's never going to say, "Yeah, it was me," is he? He's going to say it was my alter ego. That's well, what no, I, no, no. That's not that, the, that, that's, that's, you need to watch the the, the the context of the film to understand that he wasn't using that as an argument because it was like he didn't even understand why he was being questioned. I mean, and, and the you know. Um, but the point I'm making is these people that you're talking about that they regret. Is it possible that they they they? They, they, they believe it so much that even regretting them is not going to get at the truth of the fact that uh, uh, really they were just, you know, they weren't abducted at all. By the nature of your question, yes, of course it's possible. You know, um, but it's also possible that maybe it was an actual I mean, event. Who knows? Do you think this is possible that, that there's... Again, I say, if we're the only people in the universe, that is incredibly depressing. And what a terrible job the universe has done in only being able to create us. That seems... So you think that, that really... That, that seems pathetic to me. Do you think really the existence of aliens is, is, is either a human delusion? So if we're it, that's really sad. Well. If you're trying to tell me that in... Millions and millions of galaxies, with millions of millions of millions of of planets that could oh, harbour well, life. that's a separate question. That, that's, that literally, yeah. it's just us. No, that's a separate question. And if there are aliens, why would they even bother coming here? Quite well, frankly, well, there's a, there's the point. There's a, a, a we're, separate we're, question. We're, we're far too devolved. It's a separate question, isn't it? Whether in the what they call the Goldilocks zone, or different parts of the or different galaxies, because it is so vast that there isn't other intelligent life forms in other places, or has been in the past. Also, no one uh, says that they're... Or more intelligent than us, or slightly less intelligent. We just don't know. No. And it's quite likely that there is. But they could be silicon-based as opposed to carbon-based, and they might be able to exist in different environments that we couldn't exist on, for example. So why does it have to be a carbon-based being? Maybe, it's, maybe it has another structure altogether. Well, that's a good point. Is the point? Yeah, that's that starts to get a bit weird. Weird you out, doesn't it? Because that means they can do all sorts of stuff. Well, you think of what's on the bottom of the ocean. You know, it pressures that human beings. That that. What I gather, mostly our plastic. But that it that it pressures that human beings can't come close to being able to tolerate. That other things can. Yeah. So if something can survive thousands of feet at the bottom of the ocean floor. 
you know, why can't life exist on another planet? In, in um, environments that are harsher than, than, we're, than we're used to. See, I mean, I would say it's more than possible that there is life on other planets, and even to a point, say, because when you talk about intelligent life, how do you define intelligent? I mean, let's be about life. Look, as we see a worm, you know, as a sort of, you know, sort of, it's, it's, it's an animal that exists. It probably doesn't have much of a function. You know, if an alien is able to come here and ascension and intelligent, what makes us think that it doesn't see us as a worm? It's a good point. You know, for all our ego thinking that we're sort of the greatest thing well, no, that's I'm, ever been I'm, created. Yeah. You know, we well, get we we I'm, get some sort of alien civilization that I'm comes not down. Walking see, around Hackney, I'm not convinced on that no, no. point on a daily basis. Let me tell you, but they, but they, <laughs> think that they could simply see us as food. You know what I mean? How do we know? Uh, you know, we could be, we could be the equivalent of chicken yeah. to an alien to an alien civilization. You know, they'd essentially just put us in a pen. Kill us and eat us, and that's that. Could be. 10, and then when twenty we, times our size, and just go, oh, see us as bite size. Right. And then when we're gone, we're gone. And then we think we're some sort of advanced yeah. civilization. We might, well, we might be I the said, shit under the shoe. Walking around, walking around as I do, uh, uh, it, it raises a big question. You know what I mean? Whether we're, we're whereas uh, some people are intelligent. Uh, I don't think we're alone, but I don't think. No. I don't think any kind of civilization can be bothered to come down and sort of interact with us because well, there's no point. That conveniently. So and there we go, you see. Lots for you to think about. If we evolve, then maybe. Yeah. If we survive. <laughs> exactly, if we survive. If we evolve, <laughs> if we, if we survive, survive to evolve. If we manage actually to find an answer how to work and live in symbiosis with the planet that we're on rather than to wreck it. Uh, uh, or find somewhere else to wreck. Um, yes, that might an answer be, we never might might never find out. Of course, but that might be the prerequisite. Maybe we have to adhere to certain rules in order to be visited by by uh, a more advanced civilization. I reckon you've been on to take, taking too much stuff or watching too much Star Trek. It makes sense, doesn't it? Why would someone come to a hostile environment? Well. What would be the point? What's the benefit? Conveniently leads me to the quote of the day, or rather a couple of, well, a couple of quotes, actually, I think. Um, one by William S. Burroughs, you have probably, right. oh, he's a famous writer, uh, William S. Burroughs. His quote, After one look at this planet, any visitor from outer space would say, I want to see the manager... I rather like that. And Arthur C. Clarke, him of 2001 Space Odyssey, the best proof that there is intelligent life in outer space is the fact it hasn't come Come here. (laughs) And on that note, I wish you a good afternoon and hopefully without being abducted by an alien spaceship. Goodbye, everybody. Good day.